Hello and welcome to the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gill. Uh, this podcast is part of the Fanatical Elves Network, which is part of the Fans for Sports Network. Another Victory Monday. How about that? Dominating Victory Monday. Let's let's just call it that. It was a dominating defensive effort by the Cleveland Browns. And of course, you know, they're starting a rookie. Uh, we're without their best running back and their second best running back and their best tight end and one of their best wide receivers. But still, still, the Browns poured it on uh, and kept the pressure on all game. I guess the big, uh, besides the defense, the big talking uh, points today will be Deshaun Watson. Um, yes, he threw the ball long. Yes, it looked like everything was going well. Uh, there are a few things that are concerning. <laughs> of course, I'm going to find a few things. Uh, he was kind of holding on the ball too long. He uh, bailed out a couple times when he shouldn't have. Um, he's not really getting to his second and third options effectively. Uh, you can see a little indecision still, and the timing is still off. But, you know, the last time he played was week three. I don't count the beginning of the the Indianapolis game because he wasn't ready to play, but uh, he needs to, uh, he needs to throw to somebody else besides Cooper and Njoku. Uh, the last two full starts he's had. Well, let, let's start with this game uh, to Cooper and Njoku. He was nine of 11, 165 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. That's great. Uh, he needs to start looking at other wide receivers. He needs to get through his progressions a little faster, but that will come with time. Defense. What can you say? Delvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris. It seems like it's a different guy every week um, that steps up and just plays well. Again, Jordan Elliott had a good game. Um, it just, this defense is just, when they get into the right situations, uh, a rookie quarterback, they they feast, and they should. Um, but I've seen rookie co- uh, quarterbacks in the past carve them up a little bit. So I will I will take this. Is this team uh, good enough? Is this defense good enough to carry them to the Super Bowl? Well, we're going to find out next week. Um, they have to uh, go to Baltimore with first place in the AFC North on the line. So let's see what I'll, I'll wait and let's see what, what they do against Baltimore. Um, they only allowed net yards. Now net yards takes into consideration sacks and tackles for loss uh, net yards. They only allowed 58 net yards. Um, that's impressive. The other top four uh, fewest net yards allowed. Uh, well, number one is 58 yards against Arizona. Number two is 94 yards against Tennessee, same runs to the defense. Number three is 142 yards allowed to Cincinnati. And, of course, number four, 49ers against the Giants, 150 yards. So three out of the top four fewest yards allowed belong to this defense. Very impressive. So let's talk a little bit about the game. Uh, Like I said, Deshaun Watson came out a little slow. Um, Well, let me take that back. Uh, they got a first down, and then they had the punt. I was fine with that. I was fine with that. 
I'm not going to sit there and um, complain about that. The guy hadn't, like I said, the guy hadn't really played since week three. So I'm not, I'm not here to roast Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I still think there's a little hesitancy in his play. I, I want to, watching this game, I want to throw cold water on the notion by some in the media that he doesn't want to play anymore. And that's a load of crap. That didn't look like a guy who doesn't want to play anymore. That looked like a guy who wants to justify that he is a franchise quarterback. And I really don't care about the $230 million. I'm not paying it, so I don't care. Jimmy Haslam's paying it. So he looked good. He warmed up as the game went on um, through the long ball. A couple nice long passes to Amari Cooper, who I am just stunned how often he gets open. I mean, the second one, Kevin Stefanski said uh, they kind of drew it up in the dirt. That meant that Amari Cooper came back to Watson and said, look, look for me in this type of situation. I'll be open. Boom. There it was. Kareem Hunt scored again. Uh, Amari Cooper got a touchdown pass. Sometimes the ball bounces off the helmet for an interception and sometimes it bounces off a helmet for a touchdown. I, I never thought I'd see games where the ball bounces the Browns way. Uh, at least this is the like the third time that the Browns have gotten breaks uh, and they're five and three, five and three. Think about that. Five and three without Jack Conklin, without Nick Chubb. Uh, your starting quarterbacks only played how many full games has he played? Four, I believe. Uh, yeah, four, uh, four full games. Um Half the games that they played, you had your third-string quarterback start three of them and a fifth-round rookie start one, and he only found out like an hour and a half before the game. So um, offensively, a little concerned about the running game. They didn't run it that well. They did have 113 yards, but they averaged something like 2.9 yards a carry. Um, that's uh, got to improve, especially next week against Baltimore and the following week against Pittsburgh. Um Pierre Strong, uh, he disappeared. He only had four carries. I, I know Hunt and uh, Ford were running well, but I thought he'd have a few more c carries. I, I'm a big Pierre Strong fan. Um, screen game kind of worked, kind of didn't work. I think Arizona was looking for it. Um, other than that, uh, you know, 27 to nothing. The last time they pitched a shutout was the Snow uh, Globe game, eight to nothing against uh, against Buffalo. So and. We know how long ago that was. Um, again, defense, outstanding. Another key point, no giveaways. They got three turnovers, and they didn't give the ball away. That makes a big difference. In the Indy game, those turnovers kept Indy in the game. If they had not turned the ball over against the Colts, I think that outcome would have been a, a lot more decisive. Um, what else? I'm just... I'm, I'm thrilled that he's back and he's looking like he could play well. Um, let's look at his last two um, complete games, Tennessee and uh, yesterday, Arizona, 73% completion rate, 8.1 yards per attempt, 6.4 percentage in TD percentage, zero interception. The last two games he's fully, he's started. Full games he started, Tennessee and Arizona. 
So I'm I'm looking forward to uh, him getting his timing down a little bit more um, and completing passes to somebody besides uh, Amari Cooper and David Njoku uh, and the the back out of the backfield, which, you know, he's got to get a little quicker in his progressions. It's a, just timing. I know there's people out there that hate Deshaun Watson, and no matter what he does, they're going to hate him. But it's it's just a little timing issue. The, the more he plays, the better the timing comes. So um, another bad news. Um, looks like uh, Jedrick Wills is going to be out for the year. Had to be carted off. So that means the James Hudson era is now started at, at left tackle. Uh, I got a feeling you guys are going to really miss Jedrick Wills. Uh, let's hope James Hudson uh, learns, has learned from his mistakes in the past. Uh, luckily, Dewan Jones returned who's turning out to be a very good uh, offensive lineman, a very good right tackle. They're not switching him over to left tackle. They're not moving Batonio to left tackle. James Hudson's going to come in, but they're probably going to have to go out and sign another tackle. I would hope they sign a veteran. Um, because um, Leroy uh, Watson doesn't really <laughs> do anything for me. I know they signed him last week. I don't think he could be kept up to uh, gotten up to speed in time but they're going to have to sign an offensive lineman so that was the bad news great interceptions by uh, uh denzel ward and taki taki good lord uh ward looked like a wide receiver on that um again <coughs> excuse me good defense beats bad team and they should so next up we have the um Baltimore Ravens, <coughs> excuse me, Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Um, this is going to be an interesting uh, game plan for Jim Schwartz. I mean, the last time they played in Cleveland, DTR found out he was starting like an hour and a half before the game. So did the defense. Um, too many turnovers, too many mistakes. Um I think it'll be different with Watson. <coughs> Excuse me. I think they're opening up as a five, five and a half point favorite, which sounds about right. Uh, they're not going to get carried away and make them a double digit favor, uh, favorite, even though, wow, Baltimore just destroyed Seattle. Um, they allowed Seattle to have six first downs the entire game. Six. And they ran the ball for something like 290 something yards. That's just incredible. Um, Pittsburgh in Cleveland, always a tough game. Um, I, I got, I got to wait and find out what's going to happen at this Baltimore game before I can even think about Pittsburgh, you know, got to be one and oh this week. And speaking of coach one and oh, every week, Kevin Stefanski is growing as a head coach. He is, um, he is doing a lot better. Did you notice when they kicked the field goal uh, and there was a penalty on the defense, he didn't take the penalty. He took the points. That's growth. That's growth. Two years ago, he would have taken the penalty and tried for it on, on, on fourth down. He still goes for it on fourth down. I don't blame him. Uh, you know, that one fourth down call, I, their defense is playing spectacular against a rookie. Yeah, sure. You go for that every time. 
So I'll just make this quick. Uh, there's not a lot to really talk about. Uh, everybody's waiting for Baltimore. Cincinnati, of course, has won five in a row. Uh, Pittsburgh beat Tennessee on Thursday night. No big, no big shock there. Um, Titans going into Pittsburgh with a rookie quarterback. Doesn't bode well for them. Uh, all teams are have a winning record, and if the playoffs started today, all four teams would make the playoffs. Is that going to continue? No. I don't see that continuing. Uh, teams got to play each other. Uh, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh have pretty easy games this week, I think. Uh, Cincinnati hosts Houston and Pittsburgh hosts Green Bay. I don't know, though. C.J. Stroud. Uh, looks like Carolina took the wrong quarterback. That kid is phenomenal. I watched the end of that game. Uh, after the Browns game was over, I was watching and they switched it over. And I had th I thought Baker Mayfield is going, okay, Baker Mayfield. He's, he's, he's led a comeback. He's won this game. And then C.J. Stroud happened. That game in Houston is looking – is making me uncomfortable, as is the home game against the Jaguars. I would say those are probably the two best teams in AFC South. Uh, Jaguars are for sure, and Houston, uh, they're four and four with a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach. Uh, that's that's incredible. So, um, moving forward, uh, like I said, it's Baltimore week, Ravens, Ratbirds, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Um, have to look at the injury report and listen to the coach today. Like I said, I don't. I don't think Jedrick Wills is uh, is gonna. I think he's he's done for the season, and, and they're going to have to go out and sign a veteran tackle. They just are. Um, so it's uh, Baltimore week. The dreaded Ratbirds. Let's hope that these uh, these Browns, this defense, will show up a little better than they did the last time. Um, they were put in a horrible situation. Um, by the organization, I'll I'll be right here to say that whoever made that decision that he that Watson might start and led the team to think that he might start, major mistake, huge mistake. Um, but they go into uh, Baltimore playing a lot better. It was a good idea. Uh, I don't know who made this decision, but I love the decision to have Watson play against Arizona. It was a one perfect. It was the perfect warm up game. For him. So we're on to Baltimore. Enjoy Victory Mon uh, Monday, fifth one. Um, this is the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans First Sports Network. I'm your host, Steve Gill, uh, and you will see me again uh, probably Thursday night on the Fanatical Elf Show and hopefully pregame before the Baltimore. Uh, game. So everybody enjoy your victory Monday and go Brown.